0: Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi barakatuh And welcome to our program here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 With myself, Mawlana Aslam Qasim And today, inshallah, we will be resuming our topic And that was about marriages that we were speaking about So many, um, so very often we have been um, inundated when it comes to SMSs and also the correspondence that you have um, sent through and that's with regards to marriages so we are resuming once again that program and inshallah for our young um, couples that uh, that's getting married and that's intending on getting married and those are in currently in relationships as well, in married relationships that is we ask Allah, oh Allah, to bless the wedded couple, um, shower them with your blessings, ya Allah bless every good that binds them together, oh Allah, let there be love and affection between them guide them to the path of piety, and guide them, guide them to the p- path of, of righteousness as well so now we introduce our honorable and respected guest once again, our beloved Sheikh that's Ibrahim Gabriel's with us today, Sheikh As-salamu to you
1: wa salam wa rahmatullah Mm -hmm. And it's a great honor and a privilege once again to be with you in the studio of The Voice of the Cape.
0: And as usual, it's Mm -hmm. our privilege and it's our honor that we can have our beloved Sheikh with us once again to share that very pertinent and uh, I would say jewels today as he always does for us so so very well. Alhamdulillah. May Allah preserve our Honorable Sheikh for many Amen. many more years inshallah with us inshallah. Sheikh today, um, once again our focus on marriages once again inshallah. Yeah. Sheikh can take us through inshallah. our topics.
1: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillahi <laughs> Rabbil Alameen <laughs> Wa Salatu <laughs> Wa Salamu Ala al Wa Imam Al-Muttaqeen Sayyidina Wa Habibina Muhammadin Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam رب شرّح لي صدري Amri لي أمري وحل الأقدة يفقو قولي اللهم يا الله لا إلى نفسي طرفة My dear beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and honourable youth and children and honourable listeners of the voice of the Cape, I greet you with the universal greeting of love, peace and mercy. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is indeed once again a great honor and a privilege for me to be with you in your homes in your kitchens in your rooms in your vehicles or wherever you are And I sincerely hope that all of you are enjoying your holidays And that you are resting well And at the same time I'm also hoping that you are making good use of your extra free time Because our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi says there are, there are two particular great favours and bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that many people are very neglectful. And the Nabi Muhammad then said, the two great ni'mas uh, that I'm referring to is your, your health and your free time. Your free time. There is great ni'mas from Allah and people are not, are not using it well. So make use of this time to get closer to Allah subhanahu You can rest, you can have your holiday, but make use of this time also to get closer to Allah. Holiday doesn't mean that you must be far away from Allah. So make use of this time to get closer to the Qur'an. Make use of this time to remember Allah. Allah says, It is with the remembrance of Allah that you will find happiness, comfort, contentment, satisfaction, and pleasure and peace with the, with the remembrance of Allah so your holidays without the remembrance of Allah is not really happiness and comfort and contentment we've learned in, in a subject called Balanga to feel Akhirah the real rest and the real, real rela- relaxation and your real break and holiday is in the Akhirah after this holiday we back to normal again, but the real rest, So make good use of this time to get closer to your family, closer to your mother and your father, your children, your brothers and sisters. Remember everything you do for the sake of Allah is considered as part of your ibadah. So taking your children out to a restaurant or taking them to the beach with with the correct intention, you know, to, to, to raise them, to get them closer to you, to get them closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is part of your ibadah, you're part of your responsibility. Taking your parents out for the sake of Allah is part of your ibadah. It depends, all depends on our niyyah. Rasulullah says, Whatever we do will be judged according to our intentions. My beloved brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers, uh, yes, we are We are still busy with our uh, subject Negotiating pathways to a successful marriage And our topic today is The joint responsibility of husband and wife To raise our children within Tarbiya saliha Tarbiya islamiya A pious upbringing A pious cultivation A pious nurturing Allah Akbar I'm repeating the topic today the joint responsibility The joint responsibility In other words, together Mother and father, husband and wife In raising your children With a, with a tarbiyah As-Saliha A tarbiyah Islamiyah a Islamic upbringing A pious upbringing Just imagine a house Wherein mother and father Work together as a team To make sure that their children Are going to be of the Salihin are going to be strong strong mo'mineen are going to be children of good character are going to be leaders one day Allah. and it's a teamwork you can ask any company the CEO alone can't do it, it's a team so teamwork, the principal alone can't do it, he must do it with his staff and his educators likewise, you as a mother, you can't do it alone, you as a father can, but the team work together Allahu Akbar, great success Imagine husband and wife discussing at night And planning and strategizing together What they are going to do And how are they going to, how are they going to raise the children In the best possible way, inshaAllah Imagine both parents following the advice Of the best advisor Of the best consultant Our beloved Nabi Muhammad, a. When, when Rasulullah said The best advisor to parents And the best consultant He says to us Mother and father salati wahum sab'u sinin. Order your children Train your children To make their salah five times per day At the age of seven My dear mothers and fathers Allow me to say that this program Is not just another program This is a special program the Rasulullah says to you, "Muru' bis salati." Order your children, train your children, teach your children to make salah five times per day. Not only Maghrib, five times per day. Wahum at the age of seven. Your your child is not too young at seven to learn to make salah. Our children, they're not too young to play with the phones at two years. I, I'm 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 very. I'm, I'm very uh, honest when I'm saying Children of two years old They know how to work these new phones I, I don't know how to work this phone Two years old So at seven years They're not too young To know how to be taught to make salah And Rasulullah says Then after three years of training If your child neglects a salah Then give him a hiding And you know That Rasulullah Never ever hit a child in his life never ever hit another human being in his life. He's, he's, the, he's the softest person ever to come to, to, come, to, to come to this world. But Rasulullah, because of the seriousness of that Islamic upbringing, say to us as parents, you give a child a hiding not to hurt your child. And, and you know, uh, uh, I've learned from our old people here in, in Cape Town, you, you hit the child with salawat. Allahumma salli ala sayyidina Muhammad. You don't need him to, to hurt him. You're you, you hitting because of love and concern, Allahu Akbar. And that, of course, is what the Nabi Muhammad meant. ashar, Allahu Akbar. Imagine both parents working together to teach their children the best of character, knowing full well that our beloved Nabi Muhammad alayhi said that the best a parent can give his or her child is beautiful character. Imagine the team working together Not clashing with one another Working together That our child, you know, must be a child of the best of character Rasulullah says That the best that you can give your child is beautiful character Allah Akbar Imagine parents knowing full well that our beloved Rasulullah said And we need, we're supposed to know full well the following hadith This beautiful hadith That the Nabi Muhammad said my dear mothers and fathers, you, you're going to notice that I'm going to say repeatedly today today is not just another program. This hadith is not just another hadith. This is a special hadith. Each and every parent must be aware of this hadith. Each and every Muslim must be fully aware of this hadith. It must, it must be either in your heart. Or you must place it somewhere in the house that you can see this hadith. Rasulullah says, The most perfect and the most complete of all believers in Iman are those Muslimin with the best of character. Now imagine you are raising your child with the intention and you make dua. Allah, Mahdi auladi ila ahsanil akhlaq. Oh, Allah, guide my children to the best of character. Ahsan ya illa and because nobody can guide them, Ya Allah, to the best of character except you, Allah Akbar. You're making dua every day. Oh Allah, grant. You're training them and you're also making dua. There's no screen between you and Allah when you make dua for your children. Allahu Akbar. So what we and uh, Wallahi, we can proudly say as Muslims from Cape Town in South Africa, that that is where our parents concentrated on character. Their main concentration was beautiful character. Allah Please teach your children the following hadith. The Nabi Muhammad says, This is another important hadith. I, I, I did share it with you in the past, my dear listeners, that if I'm allowed to say it, this hadith is most probably the hadith that is closest to my heart because of the deep understanding and the deep meaning of, of these words. Rasulullah says, The actual reason and the real reason why Allah has sent me to this world is to complete the best of character. In other words, the reason and the main reason and the actual reason why Allah has sent Rasulullah to us, to this ummah, to the world is to teach the world, to teach all of us the best of character. And can you imagine that Rasulullah says, the people closest to me and the people nearest to me on the day of Qiyamah in the Jannah? Rasulullah is going to be in the highest rank in the Jannah. The people nearest to me are those people who had the best of character, says our oh, beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. My dear beloved ones, I'm saying again that today's program is a very crucial one. It is just not another program. Why, why, why am I saying this is a very crucial one, a very important one? I'm saying this because the weakness of this great ummah currently, the weakness of us currently, is because of no other reason but because of the weakness of parents. I want to repeat it and I want you to, to accept it from me, my dear mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers, with a good heart. Because I'm saying it with a good heart. I'm saying, not saying it with malice. I'm saying it out of love and concern that the, 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 the reason why the Ummah is so weak today, the reason why the Muslim community is so weak today is because of the weakness of the parents. I'm, I'm going to give an example. Imagine in the house, the young son of 15 years old, he stands in the kitchen and he says, Daddy, my friends are all going out tonight. And they be going to pray, and they all going to sleep over with Khalid, for example, or Ahmed or Mahmoud, whoever. Please, Daddy, can I go with Daddy? Then Daddy, uh, Daddy answers saying, "No, my dear son. I'm so sorry. I can't allow you." Mummy interjects, "Isma'il, how on earth can you say no to him? It's holiday." All his friends are going, he's boring, he's at home, and the mother is forgetting the bigger picture. The mother is forgetting the dangers out there. Huh? And a big argument takes place between mother and father, and the boy is crying, and the mommy says, look look how my, my son is crying. And then mommy says, my boy, don't worry, don't worry. Mummy will take you and you enjoy yourself allah my dear ones uh, let me share with you and many of the parents know in our time when i was a young boy when you go to your mother and you ask mama can i go to to uh, ahmad or khalid or or, and, uh, or can i go somewhere mama's ask didn't you ask your father and if you say yes look what mama says so why do you still come and ask me why do you come and still ask me? That is the adab. That is the teamwork. Allahu Akbar. That is the reason why our parents were so successful. I'm going to repeat. Mama at that time says, Didn't you ask your father? What did your father say? Uh, Bia said, no. No, why do you still come and ask me? So you, as a child, knew that this teamwork, which is a problem. Today.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's so very relevant, very important and re- relevant points that she is raising today, and I'm sure many is in agreement with what she is saying. Certainly I am. The time now, 12.23. Uh, We're going to go for that break. And uh, do stay tuned. We'll be back immediately after this. Inshallah. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Yes, welcome back to our program once again. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. And our honorable, respected, our beloved Sheikh once again, joining us and honoring us with those very beautiful and uh, very pertinent advice. For us today, inshallah, and also speaking about um, marriages. And also, Sheikh just touched on the issue of, you know, especially it's holiday time now, and also how sometimes parents, uh, when it comes to the kids, but we allow Sheikh to continue on the talk, inshallah. Sheikh, thank al- you al- very much.
1: My dear listeners, once again, our topic today is um, the joint responsibility of husband and wife to, to raise your children with the Islamic upbringing and a pious upbringing. And the fact that the two of you are going to do that, Allah subhanahu is going to bring so much closeness to you. Allahu Akbar. You're working together for the sake of Allah. You're working together to make sure that your children will be going to Jannah and save from the fire of Jahannam. Allahu Akbar. That is one of the best ways to bring a nukaw shahid, a pathway to a successful marriage. My dear ones, um, I want you to look at the statistics of a house where parents are working together to raise their children in the proper way look at how many good children come from these houses and if you look at the opposite wherein in either both parents are neglectful or this dispute the, the father insists that the child must go to Masjid and the, the father insists that the, the young girl must wear proper Islamic clothes and the mother said ah the child is still young Many are overruled like me. And look at the statistics, look at the difference. Look at how many young people are attending the Jumu'ah. Allahu Akbar. My dear listeners, you know, I, I, uh, I must admit that many Jumu'ahs, when I started Jumu'ah, I, I started Jumu'ah and I say to the people, I'm, I'm sad because. And the reason why I'm saying that is because on my way to the Jumu'ah, I see the young Muslim warriors, the young Muslim men, mukallaf, they're going home. I want to remind you that the education department has for the last 20 or 20 years changed the system on a Friday. That all schools leave at half past 12 or 20 to 1 You know why? Why is it that, like that? To accommodate the Muslim children to go to Jumu'ah Because at our time, we were fighting We were struggling To go to the Jumaa. Now it has been cleared But still, most of our young people don't go to the Jumu'ah And that is because of the weakness of the parents Parents, I want to re- remind you that our beloved Nabi Muhammad a.s.a.s.l. says that any person innahe person that three Jum'as miss, makkah then stamp Allah thy he perswain heart Yeah, salam. What's the meaning of Allah stamping his heart? Thy he perswain, there's no goodness in him. He doesn't see, see any good. Ah, kuta illa billah. My dear, my dear parents, we've, we've got a lot of hard work. If you are one of those parents and you know that your child is not going to the Jumu'ah and I'm referring especially to the boys, then you must be very, very concerned. You must be very, very concerned. Now, so what this mean, look at how many of our young people are performing five times Salah. Can we say 5%? Let us, let us say 15% of our young people are steadfast on the final. 15% oh, What about the Other 85% Of young people Not making salah Imagine the young people In the time of Rasulullah When Rasulullah Had to select Who is who's ready for jihad These young people Of 14, 15 years old They were standing On their toes To appear big enough To give their life For the deen of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Today Young people Are not even prepared To make the 5 times salah Why? I'm, 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 I said earlier, jamaat Mustamin, my dear listeners, look at the statistics. Those, most of the children that are five times, steadfast salah, is because of two parents working together. Two parents planning and strategizing. And know full well what is their responsibility. That 15% or 10% of children making salah is mostly because of parents those 85% of children that don't make Salah, it's because of the, the negligence of parents. So you know what a, a very another, another area that is very sad. I, I don't even want to say it, but I, we have to say it. We have to speak about it. Look at the amount of young people on drugs. Look at the statistics where you have stable parents, good parents. Maybe here and there, there will be a child coming out of a good home. But that's not the norm. I'm repeating myself that's not the norm that children out of good houses good homes and good parents they're on drugs. That's not the norm. We've got a lot of work to do my dear mothers and fathers and I'm asking you again and I'm appealing again to you whatever I'm saying today take it in a good spirit. Taking it from uh, your brother or your, 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 your son that loves you that are concerned about you and your children. No malice. What, mean, what is even more worrying what I've heard, I don't even want to believe it. But people are telling me there are so many young professionals, young people with careers that are drinking wine. La ilaha illallah. Yeah. I was saying, you know, you can ask the people of Portland how many times did I say, Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah that we as Muslims, we we, we not a drop not a drop of wine ever touched our lips alhamdulillah but people are saying to me sheikh that is not true anymore young people young professionals somebody even t- told me that there are muslim homes they don't drink wine but they've got a bar in their house because when the other professional and uh, friends come to their homes from of non-muslims then they 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 serve with them wine la ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah Now these young professionals um, Muslimin, That are drinking wine Allow me to say Because of the weakness of parents Let me make it a point If Hashim Amla Didn't had a proper upbringing Do you ever think that Hashim Amla Would have put his selection at risk Not to advertise castle larger um, Now what As a Muslim I am so proud of Hashim Amla Somebody told me now from Britain, he was here a Friday. He says the Muslims of Britain, when Hashim Amla played in England, they were so proud of him. Because it is noticeable, all the players have got Castle Larger except Hashim Amla. Now because of his good upbringing, of his mother and his father, he could take that major, major stand for Muslims all around the world that I am not going to advertise Castle Lajah. Allahu Akbar. May Allah protect him Amen. and may Allah grant Amen. our young people to go into sports and follow the example of Hashim Amla, insha'Allah. My dear parents, my, my, I, I want to share with you my beloved Ustaz, Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kishk, rahim Allah, from Egypt. And my beloved Ustaz, Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kishk, he was a blind man. And, and, and before I'm going to tell you what I want to tell you about Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kishk, he was a blind man But he really Like Allah says He didn't fear anyone But Allah he's not, he's not, By Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kish It was not words It was reality Whenever he went to deliver his Jumu'ah His Khutbah He would take with his blanket And his cushion Because he knew it is possible That the police in Egypt Is going to pick him up And and, and throw him into jail But he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't prevent him To speak the truth Allah And because of that Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kishk died in sujood because his whole life was sujood <laughs> for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every Friday morning before he goes to the masjid for the Jumu'ah, he would make two rakat salatul haja. He was a good orator, but he didn't depend on his words and his strong words. No, he depended on Allah. And that particular Friday morning, his son said, "Oma, oh, my, my father's making long. And when he went in to look into the, the room where his father was, he found his father died in sujood on a Friday morning. Allahu Akbar. Abdul says, My beloved father was very strict. Please, parents, listen to this. He was very strict and firm and stern on two particular things. The first one, he says, halal income. And the second one, the Fajr Salah. All his children must be up for Fajr Salah. Allahu Akbar. Halal income, Muslimin, I just want to remind you why Sheikh Abdul Hamid father and so many other fathers and mothers are so strict on halal income because our beloved Nabi Muhammad says any child that, that was fed with haram income, the fire of Jahannam has preference over that child says the Nabi Muhammad may Allah protect us and Ameen. protect our children. Ameen. Let me repeat that hadith, Muslimin, because people are very neglectful today playing lotto and going to uh, casino and do do whatever. Allah, our mothers they used to make so that we can the life can go on. Papa, di gawe ki, biya di gawe ki. Our mamas had made toffee apples, tamaleches, paiches, samosas, whatever, so the family can go on. And our mamas told us, we can asanifa tak more muaraat Allah fufachan. They didn't bring any haram money into the house. Let me repeat the hadith of Rasulullah and that is why the father of Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kish was so strict on halal income. Rasulullah says, any child what good had made with haram giel, the jahannam fear had the best to what the Nabi Muhammad as well. So what Muslimin, I as a child of Cape Town, I just love to talk about the following that we grew up with droid brood and condensed milk. If there was nothing in the house, dry bread with condensed milk, drew bread and sake, and I can share with you, I am your brother and I am your child, my dear mothers and fathers. I can. There are certain things that we can share with one another. I am fifty-eight years old, and I've never been ill and sick. Alhamdulillah, because the drew bread and condensed milk and drew bread and sake was <laughs> halal and halal. is know, for the Imam Shafi, Allah, when he went to visit Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal, he, he ate a bit more than usual. And so the, the daughter of Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal, that was so eager to see Imam Shafi, she said to her father, um, <laughs> And Imam Ahmad Hanbal says to Imam Shafi, what his daughter said, Imam Shafi says, that I know that your money, your income is halal. And the food that I'm eating at your house is as healthy for my body. And eat Allah. And then Sheikh Abdul Hamid says, and the other thing that my father was very strict on is the fajr salah. And I'm uh, the reason why I'm saying this to you, Mustame, that most of us we are very neglectful. I don't know how many children are making fajr salah on time. And especially now, when the when fajr is four o'clock in the morning. If I'm wrong, please give me math. But my assessment is that 90% or even 95% of our children don't, don't make fajr salah on time. How, I don't know how many parents are standing up for fajr salah. How do you expect Allah's good to help go us in Palestine, in Afghanistan, all over the world? In Allah, Hatta Allah says, indeed, certainly, Allah will never change the condition of people. Unless they change with them themselves. So Muslimin, I'm saying for the fourth time or the fifth time today, please accept it from me. Today is not just another program. It is a crucial program. It is meant for me and for you. We need to stand up for Fajr Salah. How many mothers, when the, when the children need to be at work at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning, the mother will stand up to wake the child up. So that he makes sure that he will be at work At 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock But the same mother is not prepared to stand up To wake the children up for Fajr Salah That's wrong So I'm, 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 I I want to tell you my dear brothers and sisters The greatest leader The first person who entered the Jannah Our beloved Nabi Muhammad Used to regularly wake up his daughter, Sayyidatina Fatima who's gonna be of the first woman that will enter the Jannah He went to wake her up and her beloved husband, the great leader the fourth Khalifa of the Muslim Ummah, Sayyidina Ali Allahu Akbar Rasulullah went to wake up his daughter for Fajr Salah Where are we? Who are we? No, but who are we? We are the followers of Rasulullah. We must take heed an example of the greatest leader, our beloved Nabi Muhammad So, my dear listeners, if you are one of those people that are not strict on the Fajr Salah, or if you are one of those mothers and fathers that stand up for Fajr Salah but you feel so jamma for your kinners, vakamatni, Your What is going to happen to your child the day of your al the salah is a is a is the opening and the key to the Jannah. Our oh, beloved Nabi Muhammad says, if only if, if only people knew what is in the fajr salah in the masjid. Even if they, they, they were unable to walk to the masjid, they would have come to the Masjid, crawling to the masjid. Great, great nari masjid. If only they knew the greatness and the benefits of being fajr in the masjid. Allah.
0: We're going to go for that very quick break inshallah and when we come back, we'll be listening to some more from our Sheik. listen to the stem of the car on 91.3
1: and 92.8 FM stereo.
0: Yes, welcome back to our program and uh, we are in conversation with our Honorable Sheik sharing some very pertinent advice and this is really something that we need to take heed of and remember you can get copies of these programs um, you can log on to our website that's on our, our Voice of the Cape website you can also go to the IONO oh, if you're unable to do that you can come to our offices and the receptionists can make available these programs inshallah because I feel really our community we need to listen to these words and inshallah can only can only help us with the qudra of Allah inshallah um, Sheikh, we will continue inshallah and um, so we still have some time left inshallah
1: my dear beloved mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers uh, may Allah subhanahu wa grant us all inshallah the tawfiq, the success to to raise our children and bring up our children in the best possible way inshallah you must allow me to also mention another example of how if uh, mother and father don't work together it causes a lot of confusion and mischief in your home in the community and here i want to make the example of the matric ball la i can only say la illa what a this is what, what is the real bid'ah a bad innovation not the mawlid not the ratibul haddad ratibul haddad is a bid'ah hasana it's a beautiful addition that Kept our community together, that kept our young children away from mischief. But this is a bid'ah that we need to fight a matrik ball. And once again, for example, the daddy says, No, you can't go, my child. Mommy says, No, this is once in a lifetime. She was looking forward since grade one for the matrik ball. How can you stop her? And mommy arranged the half naked dress. I intended to phone Imam Moti Saban for last week's khutbah, when he says that some of our parents are buying children that will lead them to Jahannam, and your mother and father is responsible to take your child to the Jannah. Half naked dress to the matric ball. And then it's the after party, and what is happening at the matric ball? My dear parents, please, work together. And I can advise you to the, the children, some of the children are so crazy About Matrik Paul Do you know in, in this year or last year One of the children, one of the girls She missed a certain subject Writing Matrik pole Because she had to go buy other material Her mummy bought the wrong material in Our children Has been read in this way That that is the, the ultimate of, of a school career To go to the Matrik ball Is this Islam? Is Allah happy with this? So, so, to so, my, my dear parents, to save your child from going to that matric ball in the way it is done in Cape Town today, send your children to a Muslim school, because we at our Muslim schools we have also have a matric farewell. Children also wear beautiful dresses, but Islamic dresses, and they are fully covered. Alhamdulillah, and it starts with the Qur'an and a dua and advice and, and they enjoy themselves or otherwise if your child is not at the Muslim school tell your, tell your child from grade 7 or grade 8 my child you are going to this high school but daddy and Mummy is telling you now daddy and mommy are telling you now that there is not going to be no matric for my child you are our child and our responsibility is to to, 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 to bring you up in the Islamic way Allah is going to keep daddy and mommy responsible and accountable for how we raised you, my dear child. Make it clear. Or even better, my dear mothers and fathers, we as a community, we need to stand up and work and speak to the um, the committee at school or whatever they call the governing body and saying to them, we can have an alternative, but not the way it is going on. Can you imagine something new happened now for the last... I don't know how many years, 10 years. The, 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 the matric ball, it's not matric ball of, for the primary school, it's not matric ball, it is called a prompt. La ilaha illallah. Young children, 13, 14 years old, you should just go to a school where there is a prompt and look how these young girls are looking and these young boys. La ilaha illallah. My dear parents, our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, "Kull yuladu al fitrah. Every child, is born on the natural instinct to worship Allah. Every child is born pure. But it's it's it is appearance that will make either the child believe differently, making shirk with Allah and or fire worshipper. Yeah, so it is all to do with appearance, every child. <coughs> So every Muslim child is also born with a natural instinct to worship Allah. It depends on the parents to take it further. Take, for example, any child of any background from any other religion, and you put that particular child from one month or two months with a couple, a Muslim couple that work together with the intention, you will you will see the amazing result of how that child will be. Allahu Akbar. My dear mothers and fathers. Imagine a mother and a father working together and taking serious the following words of Rasulullah. Taking serious the words of Allah and the instruction of Allah. And I'm referring to this ayah, my dear mothers and fathers. And I'm saying for the seventh time, this today is not just another program. Listen to what Allah is saying to you. Allah is not saying it to somebody else there in Saudi Arabia or Egypt or Iraq or somewhere in the world. Allah saying to them and to you and to me also oh you believe save yourselves and save your family from the fire of Jahannam. Imagine a mother and a father taking their joy taking it a joint responsibility to save themselves and their children from the fire of jahannam. Whatever they do every day of their lives it's all about saving themselves. And saving the children from fire of Jahannam, in other words, attaining the greatest success, the ultimate success, going to Jannah that must be our main job, our main priority, my dear parents. I'm repeating myself this is our main responsibility and our main priority to save yourselves and your children from the fire of Jahannam. Allah see the brunt Immediately after that Allah says, And the, brand, the burning wood and the burning coals of the fire of Jahannam is going to be Human beings. Wal hijara and stone. What does it mean? Can you imagine your child being part of the burning coals of the fire of Jahannam? That is what Allah is trying to say to you. Can you imagine your, your, your child or your children being the burning coals of the fire of Jahannam? So, jamaatum is may Allah protect us and protect our children. You know, how do we feel as parents and grandparents, as een van ons kinders net gebrand het met een metje, of uh, gekoekte the gevul op die kindse arm. <coughs> Amal die hele, hier is het ons gaat naar die hospital, die oma's daar, die opa's daar, die anti's daar, die pia's daar, die mama, amal's daar, die kindse een vinger het gebrand. Can you imagine your child being of the burning coals of Jahannam? Ahul <coughs> billah, So dear parents, please carry out your amana towards your children. Allow your children to see the beauty of the deen. Teach your children to love the deen. Allow me to say, uh, any parent that has failed to teach his or her child to love the deen, then you've failed, my dear mother and father. But that's not the end of the world. As you are repenting to Allah and admitting to Allah your weakness, you can also get your children together and say, my child or my children, sorry, my daddy was so weak, man. I, I, I was neglectful with the Salah and I was supposed to train you to make Salah. And I I, I, asked Allah for Tawbah and I also asked you to forgive me for my weakness. But my dear children, from here onwards, inshallah, we together as a family, we're going to work and work and repent to Allah and make Allah happy so that we can succeed the day of Yom Al-Qiyamah.
0: And uh, yes, on that note, I'll just share with you very quickly uh, one or two SMSs that came through uh, 4142. I'll take care of what you say. Uh, the SMS says, shukran for the good for from Sheikh. And then also, it says, "Salam, Vyosi see Allah, what a beautiful topic. I wish that Sheikh Cables can talk all day. Just love his talking, alhamdulillah. Sheikh lots of baraka mm-hmm. and the most important is health inshallah mm-hmm. shukran for that contribution to our program uh, we will be taking note of those others our time has come to a conclusion so buta kasim telling us about those three youth that got shot in the inter here asking sheikh to talk about that unfortunately we cannot make it and uh, then also someone that says it's a shame to see so many people discarding the muslim identity no scarves, clothing, um, not Islamic even at weddings. It's a it's a very prevalent, and it comes from a, shu, a shukran very much for everyone that contributed. Um, just had to take very quickly those few SMSs. until we speak and meet once again. Inshallah, we say shukran very much to our honorable Sheikh Allah reward Sheikh immensely for the uh, for the work that she has doing and continue to do for our community. So, alhamdulillah we're so fortunate. Allah Guide Sheikh always, Inshallah. And then, on uh, that note, we have to greet and we will then make way for our door package, inshallah. And so um, we speak again, inshallah, next week we'll have this program once again, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.